Medical missionary work in cities. Medical missionary evangelistic work should be carried forward in a most prudent and thorough manner. The solemn, sacred work of saving souls is to advance in a way that is modest and yet elevated. Where are the working forces? Men and women who are thoroughly converted, men and women of discernment and keen foresight should act as directors. Good judgment must be exercised in employing persons to do the special work. Persons who love God and who will walk before Him in all humility, persons who will be effective agencies in God's hand for the accomplishment of the object He has in view, the uplifting and saving the human beings. Medical missionary evangelists will be able to do excellent pioneer work. The work of the minister should blend fully with that of the medical missionary evangelist. The Christian physician should regard his work as exalted as that of the ministry. He bears a double responsibility, for in him are combined the qualifications of both physician and gospel minister. His is a grand, a sacred, and a very necessary work. The physician and the minister should realize that they are engaged in the same work. They should labor in perfect harmony. They should counsel together. By their unity they will bear witness that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world to save all who will believe in Him as their personal Savior. Physicians whose professional abilities are above those of the ordinary doctor should engage in the service of God in the large cities. They should seek to reach the higher classes. Medical missionaries who labor in evangelistic lines are doing a work of as high an order as are the ministerial fellow laborers. The efforts put forth by these workers are not to be limited to the poorer classes. The higher classes have been strangely neglected. In the higher walks of life will be found many who will respond to the truth because it is consistent, because it bears the stamp of the high character of the gospel. Not a few of the men of ability, thus won to the cause, will enter energetically into the Lord's work. The Lord calls upon those who are in positions of trust, those to whom he has entrusted his precious gifts to use their talents of intellect and means in his service. Our workers should present before these men a plain statement of our plan of labor, telling them what we need in order to help the poor and needy and to establish this work on a firm basis. Some of these will be impressed by the Holy Spirit to invest the Lord's means in a way that will advance His cause. They will fulfill His purpose by helping to create centers of influence in the large cities. Interested workers will be led to offer themselves for various lines of missionary effort. Subheading, The Health Work Hygienic restaurants will be established. But with what carefulness should this work be done? Every hygienic restaurant should be a school. The workers connected with it should be constantly studying and experimenting that they may make improvements in the preparation of healthful foods. In the cities, this work of instruction may be carried forward on a much larger scale than in smaller places. But in every place where there is a church, instruction should be given in regard to the preparation of simple, wholesome foods for the use of those who wish to live in accordance with the principles of health and the church members should impart to the people of their neighborhoods the light they receive on the subject. Cooking schools are to be established in many places. This work may begin in a humble way, but as intelligent cooks do their best to enlighten others, the Lord will give them skill and understanding. The word of the Lord is, Forbid them not, for I will reveal myself to them as their instructor. God will work with those who carry out His plans, 
teaching the people how to bring about a reformation in their diet by the preparation of healthful, inexpensive foods. Thus the poor will be encouraged to adopt the principles of health reform, and they will be helped to become industrious and self-reliant. It has been presented to me that men and women of capability were being taught of God how to prepare wholesome, palatable foods in an acceptable manner. Many of these were young, and there were also those of mature age. I have been instructed to encourage the conducting of cooking schools in all places where medical missionary work is being done. Every inducement to lead the people to reform must be held out before them. Let as much light as possible shine upon them. Teach them to make every improvement that they can in the preparation of food and encourage them to impart to others that which they learn. From the record of the Lord's miracles in providing wine at the wedding feast and in feeding the multitude, we may learn a lesson of the highest importance. The health food business is one of the Lord's own instrumentalities to supply necessity. The heavenly provider of all foods will not leave his people in ignorance in regard to the preparation of the best foods for all times and occasions. Testimonies for the Church, Volume 7, pages 110 to 114. Christ's method alone will give true success in reaching the people. The Savior mingled with men as one who desired their good. He showed his sympathy for them, ministered to their needs, and won their confidence. Then he bade them, follow me. There was need of coming close to the people by personal effort. If less time were given to sermonizing, and more time was spent in personal ministry, greater results would be seen. The poor to be relieved, the sick cared for, the sorrowing and the bereaved comforted, the ignorant instructed, the experienced counseled. We are to weep with those that weep and rejoice with those that rejoice. Accompanied by the power of persuasion, the power of prayer, the power of love of God, this work will not, cannot be without fruit. Ministry of Healing, pages 143 to 144.